Good morning and welcome to the product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 367. It is Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and another Pulse Secure Vulnerability. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to another episode of the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. We are midway through the longest week ever, it feels like. I don't know why this week just feels like it's dragging. Maybe because Memorial Day weekend is upon us. I don't know. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be wonderful. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type Get HIPAA compliance into the search and join their group. All right, it's a pretty light news day, so we'll just jump in and get you on your merry way so you can get to the second half of the week. First up, Google Chrome 91 released with new features, securities, and improvements. It was released yesterday to the stable desktop channel, which means that any minute now you should be able to see that Google Chrome update is available for you. Um, if not, you just go to the three little dots in the top right and go to help and about Google Chrome and it will um, check to see if there's an updated version for you and then it will update and you'll need to relaunch your browser. Um, but it does address 32 security vulnerabilities with eight of them being marked as high. Um, so you should update right away. VMware warns of critical bug affecting all vCenter server installs. VMware, VMware urges customers to patch a critical remote code execution vulnerability in the virtual SAN health check plugin and impacting all vCenter server deployments. These updates fix a critical security vulnerability and needs to be considered at once, said Bob Planker's technical marketing architect at VMware. This vulnerability may or can be used by anyone who can reach a vCenter server over the network to gain access regardless of whether you use vSAN or not, or vSAN. vCenter server is a server management solution that helps IT admins manage virtual machines and virtualized hosts within enterprise environments via a single console. In this era of ransomware, it is safest to assume that an attacker is already inside a network, somewhere on a desktop, and perhaps even in a control of a user account, which is why we strongly recommend declaring an emergency change and patching as soon as possible. I would say that of just about any security change, and we're going to talk about another one in a moment, any security vulnerability that's out there, it is rated 9.8 out of 10 on the CVSS V3 scale. And this tract is CVE 2021-21985, and it packs vCenter server 6.5, 6.7, and 7.0. And there's a security advisory. It's labeled VMSA-2021-0010. So um, if you have vCenter in your environment, vCenter server, I would address that as quickly as possible as it seems like VMware is saying it's very serious. Bleepy Computer also, Walmart apologizes for offensive racist registration emails. Walmart apologizes for a burst of offenses and offensive and racist walmart.com registration emails sent to thousands of people yesterday starting at approximately 2 a.m. Eastern 
yesterday, and this is on uh, Tuesday, or I'm sorry, on Monday, people worldwide began receiving a new, re well, technically it was Tuesday morning, new user registration emails from Walmart.com where the member name was a racist slur. These registration emails were widespread with my wife receiving one and many people on Twitter also reporting that they received them. And this is Lawrence Abrams on Bleeping Computer. Today, Walmart sent an email apologizing to those who received the offensive emails and stating that they are updating their account sign-up process to prevent these issues in the future. So, kind of, uh, I don't know if it's security per se. But I would be concerned that, you know, somebody was, was able to mass register accounts um means maybe no or maybe little very little bot control i guess is the right word or bot blocking i'm not sure how you would how you would uh what you would call it but to, you know to to for there to be thousands of email signups means that there was probably a bot or two doing that or many i don't know but it was not likely to be human and entered um, and if it was, that's pretty large scale. Iranian hacking group targets Israel with wiper disguised as ransomware. We've seen this kind of behavior before, but again, an Iranian hacking group has been observed camouflaging destructive attacks against Israeli targets as ransomware attacks while maintaining access to victims' networks for months in what looks like an extensive espionage campaign. The threat actor tracked is Agrius, A-G-R-I-U-S, by Sentinel Labs. Researchers has targeted Israel starting with December 2020. Initially engaged in espionage activity, Agrius deployed a set of destructive wiper attacks against Israeli targets masquerading the activities ransomware attacks, said Amide Ben Shashan Ehrlich, threat intelligence researcher at Sentinel-1. At first, the group deployed a wiper malware known as Deadwood or Detbazit, designed to destroy data on infected devices and previously used in attacks against Saudi Arabian targets in 2019. Agris has slowly transitioned into using new wiper malware dubbed Apostle, which although broken in its first variants, has gradually replaced Deadwood and was upgraded into fully featured ransomware strain. The attackers have used multiple attack vectors, including SQL injection, 40 OS CVE 2018-13379, which we've talked about, and exploits targeting various one-day web app vulnerabilities. We believe the implementation of encryption functionality is there to mask its actual intention, destroying victim data, the researcher added. So um, they're using ransomware as a, as a disguise to ultimately wipe devices of all the data, which, um, depending on what you do for a living, is, is kind of scary. And finally, again, Pulse Secure with an issue. This is on Threat Post. Pulse Secure VPNs get quick fix for critical remote code execution. One of the workaround XML files automatically deactivates protection from an earlier workaround, a potential path to older vulnerabilities being opened again. So if you have workarounds instead of patches, here you go. You should probably fix that. Pulse Secure has issued a workaround for a critical remote code execution vulnerability. In its Pulse Secure, Pulse Connect Secure VPNs that allow an unauthenticated remote attacker to execute code as a user with root privileges. 
Pulse Secure's parent company, Ivanti, issued an out-of-band advisory on May 14th. The company explained that this high-severity bug, identified as CVE 2021-22908 and rated as CVSS 8.5, and again, that's out of 10, affects Pulse Secure versions 9.0 RX and 9.1 RX. Buffer overflow in Windows file resource profiles in 9.x allows a remote authenticated user with privileges to browse SMB shares to execute arbitrary code for the root user, according to the advisory. As of version 9.1 R3, this version, this permission is not enabled by default. The CERT coordinator center issued a report about the vulnerability explaining that the problem stems from a buffer overflow vulnerability in the PCS gateway. CERT CC explained that the gateway's ability to connect to Windows file shares through a number of CGI endpoints could be leveraged to carry out an attack. When specifying a long server name for some SMB operations, the SMB CLT application may crash due to either a stack buffer overflow or a heap buffer overflow, depending on how long of a server name is specified. CERTCC noted PCS 9.1 R11.4 systems are vulnerable. CERTCC said that it's managed to trigger the vulnerability by targeting the CGI script slash Dana slash FB slash SMB slash WNF dot CGI although other CGI endpoints may also trigger the vulnerable code. So fix number one is to apply an XML workaround. Um, you can get the details of that, I'm sure, on the Pulse Secure website. Um, fix number two is set Windows file access policy. And, um, and then it goes on to talk about add one more to the growing list of vulnerabilities. So there is a list here of four vulnerabilities now for Pulse Secure. Uh, something to really consider if you're using Pulse Secure VPN in your environment, you have a lot to deal with here. Um, you know, hopefully you're not behind on the eight ball here, and you've, you're trying to do everything you can to remediate the risks. But it's uh, it's not looking too good. Anyway, there is no HIPAA news today, HIPAA breach news today. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.